Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, what's going on, church? My name is Terry, and we are so excited you decided to continue to dive with us into this Jonah series. And if you got your Bibles today, I want you to open up with me to Matthew chapter 12, and we're going to read verses 38 through 40. And today, church, what we're going to do is we're going to look at how Jesus and Jonah are connected. And as we pick up this story, Jesus, he's been walking around, he's been teaching and preaching and healing those that were sick. And the religious leaders of his day, they come and they demand a sign from him. In verse 38, it says this in Matthew 12, one day some teachers of religious law and Pharisees came to Jesus and said, teacher, we want you to show us a miraculous sign to prove your authority. Now, Church, you've got to understand the Pharisees, the religious leaders, they had already seen Jesus perform miracles and exorcisms. In fact, they had just witnessed him healing this mute deaf man that was possessed. But they still insisted on some kind of ultimate sign from him. In other words, the religious leaders are saying, convince us that you are the Messiah. Now, church, I don't know about you, but I read this and it brings me back to moments when I was immature in my faith. And I would ask God the same type of questions. I mean, maybe I'm the only one, but have you ever had a moment where you prayed something like this? God, if you are real, make blank happen. Make this happen. Like, God, if you are real and you really love me, convince him or her to come back. God, if you are real and you really love me, give me this job or bless me with this house. God, if you are real, and you really love me, heal their sickness and cure their disease. See, I know I'm not the only one that has prayed things like that. So you see, I can't judge the Pharisees because I've prayed those type of prayers. But to be honest, it wasn't until I really understood a real relationship with Jesus and really knew who he was through the reading of his word that I realized that Jesus is not a genie in a bottle nor is he a waiter here to serve me. You see, it took time to learn that ultimately it's about his plan because his plan triumphs everything because his plan has the best for us in his mind. So yeah, I can't judge the Pharisees because like them, I've had a surface level relationship with Jesus at one time. Like them, there was a time I thought Jesus was just another man, another thing claiming to be the answer for me. But like any real relationship, I didn't realize who he really was until I got close to him, until I felt the love he had for me. And I saw the sacrifice that he was willing to make for me. You see, verses 39 and 40 go on to say in Matthew 12, but Jesus replied, Only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. So you see, instead of Jesus trying to prove himself yet again to the Pharisees, Jesus, he points the Pharisees to the story of Jonah. So why would he do that? Well, I believe it was because Jesus, like so many times in our own lives, he knew more than they did. 
just like he knows more now than we do. See, normally you and I, we only see the circumstances and the problems that are right in front of us. But God, he sees the big picture. While we may have an earthly perspective, he has a heavenly perspective. And Jesus that day, he knew that Jonah spent three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish. And in the same way, he was about to spend three days in the grave. See, Jonah in the belly of the great fish, what it was, was a foreshadow of what Jesus would come to do. So, in other words, what he's trying to tell the Pharisees that day is that he is the ultimate Jonah. You see, church, Jonah taking God's message to broken and sinful people points to what Jesus came to do for us. Jesus came to this earth to spread the gospel message But instead of trying to run from his calling like Jonah did, Jesus fully embraced it. See, Jesus is not a prophet on the run like Jonah was, but instead he's the son of God ushering in his father's kingdom. Come on, somebody. You see, church, at the end of the day, the Pharisees, they didn't need another sign. They had seen plenty of signs. What they really needed was a savior They just couldn't get past their religious blindness to see it. And just like Jonah, who brought a message to Nineveh, Jesus has brought a message to you and I. He has brought us the hope of salvation. And the message that he brings us today is is that if you and I, we will repent of our sins and believe in him, then we will be saved. But he didn't just bring that message of salvation. He paid the price for it by his work on the cross that day. You see, he made the ultimate sacrifice for you and I on that day. So let me encourage you as I begin to wrap this up. If you don't know the Savior that I spoke about today, if you don't have a personal relationship with God, it is not too late. Repent of your sins. Receive him as your personal Savior. Stop running. Stop trying to do things on your own. Stop looking for the next big sign. Instead, he is here. He is there with you where you're watching this today, waiting to receive you with open arms. And you and I, we can place our faith in him because he gives us a hope and he offers us grace. So I encourage you wherever you're at today, I beg you, give him the opportunity to show you that today. Come on, let's pray. Father God, we thank you for today, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, that We have moments where we look for the next big thing. We nuke for the next big movement, Lord. But instead, Lord, you are in the room where we are. You are in the circumstances, in the storms where we are, Lord God. And you are offering yourself up to us. Lord, I pray that if somebody's trying to do it alone, that they would see, Lord God, that we don't have to fight those battles alone, but instead we can lean into you. Father God, I thank you for allowing your son to die on a cross for us so that we can experience hope and grace and love and mercy. And Father, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.